Hi, I'm Felicity, registered nurse cosmetic injector and founder of the Fit Injector Clinic. Welcome to my channel and video podcast streaming on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. Today is episode four and I have fellow cosmetic injector, business owner, and new mum joining me. Welcome to Yarn. Hi, thank you for having me. Pleasure. So good to have you on. So excited for this episode. So Tiana is the founder of Prior Skin Co in Sutherland in Sydney. And today we're going to be chatting about being a mum and running a business, the transition from a business owner without a baby to one with a baby, and the identity crisis that occurred for both of us in the middle of that, maybe still in the middle of that, and how we are navigating scaling up our businesses, both having young babies. Ironically, we actually had to postpone this podcast due to Tian's little one being sick, not, and not having enough daycare days on my end and then moving house. So mum life, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much sums up our podcast, the end. <laughs> so before we jump into it, Tian, tell us a little bit about you. Um, I am a cosmetic injector. I have a clinic in Sutherland called Prior Skin Co. Um, I started that in 2019. So it's a few, well, yeah, four or five years old now. I think. Um, Yeah, focusing like yourself on injectables, skin rejuvenation, um, just slowly trying to build that clinic whilst being a mum. Amazing. Yeah. And how did you become a cosmetic injector? I originally was working for a doctor. So I started that way and obviously working in the hospital and doing that to get my skills up and then went into the business side of it after that. Amazing. Yeah. That's so good. I love that. So we are both first-time mums, as I've mentioned. We've both built our businesses for many years prior to becoming mums and now we're navigating mum life and business life. So let's talk about how we both built our businesses prior to that and how we felt about then being pregnant and then working while pregnant and running the business. Mm -hmm. So first question for you, Tian, is how much maternity leave did you intend on taking and how much did you actually take? Well, I, <laughs> I, <just> pause. <laughs> I planned on taking three months. Mm-hmm. I took three weeks. Um, oh my God. Yep. So originally when I was pregnant, I was like planning on working all the way up to 38 weeks. And I remember my obstetrician and everyone being like, that's very ambitious. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Didn't see the problem. Yeah. Um, and so the plan was to work up to 38 weeks and then try and take three months, but be flexible to come in for certain people, I guess. Totally. Um, and then because I had to go off earlier, the three months was some of it was sort of cutting into my pregnancy. So then by the time I'd had yes. Teddy, I took three weeks and went back. Crazy. Yeah. Cause totally unexpected when you did announce like, Hey guys, I've got to actually stop now. Yes. Yeah. So that was directed by your specialist to stop. Yeah. Well, I was actually, that was at about uh, 32 and a half, 33 weeks that I ended up going off because I was basically close to ending up on bed rest. Um, so originally they told me I was going on bed rest. I was actually in the clinic with a client when I got that phone call, basically go get a scan and then you need to be on bed rest. Yep. And then that scan ended up being okay. So then they said, look, you can stay working, but you need to take it easy. So then I just ended up being like, I'll go for two more weeks and then I'll just stop because otherwise I was scared I was going to be mandated on bed rest. Totally. And like my biggest concern was what am I going to do about my clients? Yeah, so then I exactly. basically rushed through everyone for two weeks yeah. and then took a bit of time off. Um, but then I didn't want to be off 
any longer than that yeah. after I had him. So yeah, three months turned into three weeks. Yeah, totally. And you probably yeah. feel like, did you end up having to cancel people in the end there that you just couldn't see? I did. Yeah. Um, I tried to get as many people into that like um, couple of weeks as I could. And then anyone that I didn't get through, I basically messaged them two to three weeks after having him and said, hey, like, do you want to come in? And I just like plowed through them all before Christmas. Insane. And yeah, yeah. At, at the busiest time of year for injectors Well, that was well. the thing. It was like not ideal, the timing, but, you know, babies yeah. come when babies want to come. Totally. Um, I don't know how much you ended up taking. <sighs> so I was the same as you. I and my plan was to take three months and yeah. I planned to actually bring some staff on to sort of help me through that period. Unfortunately, that didn't work out. And yeah. I think being pregnant, I was sort of rushing my decisions there. And then in a way, I'm glad it didn't work out because it probably would have been detrimental for my business. Yeah. So the plan was for three months. Um, and same as you, I wanted to work right up until I was due, even though the doctors were like, mm, people don't usually do this. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm not in a job where I can just sort of no. Check out and take a year's maternity you don't leave, have that and, luxury and off I go. Owner. Yeah, and my doctor kept going. Oh, you need to stop. You need to stop. I did have low iron, low blood pressure. She was, she was kind of like, "How are you standing up?" And same was kind of like, "I'm ready to sort of put you on mandatory bed rest as well." And I'm like, yeah. "I've got more people to see," you know. Yeah, and they are like trying to waddle into like, like the clinic. I remember my last few appointments. I couldn't actually get shoes on. I was waddling down in sandals. Yeah, yeah, yep. not ideal. No, um, and then unfortunately. Um, at 38 weeks pregnant, I lost my mum. Yeah. And so that obviously put, I planned to just keep going right until I was due. Yeah. And so that stopped me in my tracks. And then from there, it was interesting. I probably, my first instinct was like, I'm, I'm just going to stop everything. And I didn't even know if I was ever actually going to come back to work after yeah. that. And something, I don't know, the hormones the pregnancy hormones when the I started like having my contractions this thing came over me and you it was just like, get through it I was like I'm gonna have this baby and I'm gonna get back to work and I'm gonna save my business because the alternative was I'm gonna lose everything yeah I and feel like we work so hard yeah. to build our businesses up yeah that you know you don't just want to watch it like crumble right exactly. in front of you yeah and even though I just wanted to like crawl into a hole and never yeah. come out again I was like no, like I'm, I'm going to fight for this. I feel like it's part yeah. of your identity as a business owner. 100%. And like, you know, we always talk about this balance and like how do you find this balance between being a mom and being a business owner. But I look at it as like this balance between like your identity as a business owner and your yeah. identity as a mom totally. and trying to find the balance between those two things and they're both equally as important, at yeah. least to me they are. Absolutely. Yeah. And I found myself, I was in labour in the hospital on my phone, yeah. dealing with text messages, phone yeah. calls. I was mentoring some people. I was booking people. <laughs> and That's I typical, even had, isn't it? Yeah. Well, prior to that, you might have got this as well. Even though I said, right, guys, like I'm, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I then had people who every day would be like, so if you haven't popped yet, oh, can yeah, I just have like, a hey. sneaky bit of, you know. Yeah. And because I lived 100 metres away at the time, I'd be like, well, it's like I most suppose. of my clients know I live like a couple of exactly. minute walk away. So like I had people message me like, hey, like not sure if you've had the baby yet or like is the baby here yet? And like there I am like, you know, in the hospital post-cesarean, yeah. like trying to feed this baby in the nursery and yeah. like thinking – 
Sorry, but <laughs> actually, yeah, it's a little bit um, not the best time. <laughs> not the best timing yeah, for me. Yeah, totally. And I remember joking with some of them, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll see you, but like, if I go into labor, like, if my waters yeah. break on you, like, that's 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 on you." Yeah. Well, I was telling people if they booked in, like, originally when I was going to work up to 38 weeks, um, I was telling people if you're booking for say these last few weeks, like, just be mindful. You might, I might not be here. Exactly. Like you, you might turn up and I me, might actually not be here. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like if and I'm because not if here, you're then... having, you know, if you're literally in labor, you're not going to be like, oh, quick, let me just reschedule. <laughs> no, I said to people, if you rock up and I'm not here, you know why. Exactly. Yeah. And with no staff. And then afterwards, you know, similar to you, it was interestingly, one thing I did want to mention today was the people who, you know, you've built this business as a one woman show, this personal yeah. brand. And your patients are, are, you know, so happy for you to have a baby. And they say, look, I'm not going to see anyone else. I'm going to wait for you. Hmm. About three weeks after that. So I went back when my bub was only four weeks old. Yeah. And it's because at about yeah. three to four weeks, I was starting to get the text messages like, oh, hey, girl, um, who would you <laughs> recommend? And I'm like, right, nappy on, boob pads on. I'm there and I'm like, I don't even know who I was. Like, it feels like this completely altered reality. Like I think about those first few weeks and I'm like, who who was I? Like, Mm. I'm sorry if you saw me then. Like I was probably just all kinds of crazy. But it's funny, right? You're just like, I'm I'm recovering and my boobs are leaking and all these things are happening, but I'm going to go and do that anti-wrinkle and save my business. Because you don't want to, as I say, like watch it just like fall apart right in front of your eyes. And like, so I did um, try my best to maintain the boundaries where I could and I really prioritised when I did go back seeing the people that I had to cancel on. And then I would only fit a few extra people in where I could. Totally. I actually took Teddy a few times with me and was like baby wearing him. And so there I am like injecting people Mm -hmm. and I warned them and they said that was fine. And there's literally this baby sleeping in the carrier on Literally, Mm -hmm. I was like injecting people with Teddy like, there. you know right here and I'm like do you know how like hard I mean I'm sure you know like yeah. hard that was like maneuvering that mm-hmm. I was like I don't even know like, <laughs> like how, how I'm supposed I? to like how do I reach what I want to reach here but we did it because did it. you have to yeah and I was the same with you just kind of I guess like picking and choosing a little bit yeah. about what I was doing and I guess for those listening who aren't cosmetic injectors just to understand like our industry is such a fast rapid moving industry and when people want their treatments they want their treatments and they want them now yeah and unfortunately you know they're they're only I guess loyal until their toxin wears off right it's kind of my slogan for this now I think with toxin yes I think filler people are a little bit more and they're happy to wait a little bit more but I think you know a lot of people, and, and we're probably the same, you, yeah. you sort of wake up one morning and you're like, oh, it's all worn off. I need it. I, I need, need it, it now. I need, I need it, it this like week. Yeah. And I love that for them. But it also, you know, for any cosmetic injectors maybe thinking about running their own businesses or ones that do listening is they will really be able to – they're probably nodding their heads because, unfortunately, you build these businesses to a point. But if we took three, six, 12 months off, you can lose your entire You would come back business. to basically nothing. And like there then are some you have people, to start again. There are some people that would come 
back. Yeah. But most people aren't going to wait 12 months no for way. you. No um, way. And I completely respect that. Because that's three to four that. treatments. Exactly. Like, they don't want to lose their progress. They yeah. don't want to go wrinkly. Like I get it. Yeah, um, totally. I and running moved. your own business too. We, we don't, we don't have maternity leave, sick leave, personal no. leave, none of that. So, yeah. you know, from a financial perspective, I, I couldn't take longer than no. a couple of months. My either. partner actually got more paternity leave than I did. Which is um, insane. And he's still got leave up his sleeve to take. He's still got like six weeks left that we'll take later at some yeah. point. But he took, I think, 10 weeks off. He had seven weeks of fax leave because I had the Caesar. Yeah. And then he had another 10 weeks on top of that of paternity leave. Yeah. So I was going to work. And he was at home and like, we were both looking after this baby, but like, I was the one who got cut open. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like then I was I... just wanting to backtrack for a minute. So, you know, yeah. I, I had a, you know, vaginal birth. Yeah. I'm sure we can say that on here. Um, <laughs> it's um, an injectable podcast. So. And, you know, it, uh, it was really challenging to go back at four weeks, but you had a cesarean and you're going back. Yeah. Your doctors were probably like, Oh, my obstetrician absolutely thinks I'm nuts. Um, he, I think he knew this pre, like he started yeah. to figure it out. I think as I was like asking him questions about like, do I have to go on bed rest? Like what would happen yeah. if I don't? And he's like, you're not working to 38 so weeks. What are the, what are the expect, yeah. um, exceptions? Couldn't get my words out. Exceptions yeah. to the rules here. You're like, yeah. okay, that's great for everyone else. But what about me? Like, what about my situation? Like, yeah. no, um, yeah. Yeah. He he knows I'm a bit crazy, I think. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, and I think we've we've kind of covered this, but like your patient's response to, yeah. you know, being pregnant and taking time off and, and having in their treatments. I guess um we've covered most of this, but an aspect that I did want to cover is this was happening to you at the craziest time of year, but also did you then get this because I did with my patients like a little bit of a panic before I went on I got a panic Maternity, when I told yeah. some people I was pregnant. Yeah. So like I'd tell some clients that I was pregnant and they'd be like, what? Like, no. Like, and then people were saying like, you can't have another baby. Like you can't, go, you can't leave me again. You just can't. No. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah. It was like, I'm happy oh. for you, but I'm also not. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't leave me sort of don't. thing. Um, yeah. I and did I think always, people thought I wasn't coming back. I had yeah, a lot of people starting people to go, that oh, so when, yeah, when you become a mum, or they might, or they, they, a lot of people, I guess, prepared that my priorities might completely change and I might yeah. not come back at all. And I guess that was always, you know, something there. Like it was never yeah. going to be for me. But for yeah. them, there was this panic that maybe that would a happen A lot of people too. do that, I guess. And yeah. if you're in a role where you're not the business owner, yeah. I think that that's probably something that you do more so because totally. you don't have that same passion for it yeah. maybe or that same drive to get yeah. back. Like with us, as we say, like you've worked so hard to build this business. Like I'm very mindful if I don't work, I don't make money. Yes. I need money to live, mm -hmm. um, but I actually enjoy what I do. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't have like this job to just go back to if, for example, I take a year, a year and a half yeah. off, it's not waiting for me. Exactly. Like I need to be actively working. Well, well that's the thing. Our roles aren't waiting for us. No. <laughs> No, we yeah. are we are driving these roles. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if we don't work, it doesn't build. Um, the clients, as we say, aren't just going to wait. Like they'll wait to a certain extent. And yeah. some people, you know, they say, you know, I'll never go anywhere else. And that's lovely. But if I take a year and a half off, are you really going to go wrinkly for a year yeah. and a half? Probably not. Probably and I don't not. expect you to. So you can't expect them to wait pregnant forever. pregnant and wrinkly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I felt so haggard by the end of it. Oh, my God. Me too. <laughs> 
I was like, yeah. I, and I breastfed her for like six months. And towards the end of the oh. six months, I'm like, are we done here? Like mommy's, yeah, mommy's so wrinkly. And, and it's hard psychologically, like being an injector and being wrinkly. It is because and like when you're making those movements and telling people like frown for me and normally like, and they're like I can't and they're and watching you I'm frown. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And they're probably thinking, oh like Yeah, and yeah. especially if they say a new patient. And then I felt like I had to be like, So um I, I had a baby, so that's why That's this why I look like this. Like this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So talking about balance, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a balance between mum life and work life? Have you found it? Do you have any tips? Um, How are things Have now? I found it? <laughs> I don't think so. No. Have you found it? I don't think so. And I was thinking about this a lot last night in preparation yeah. for our chat. And I don't think there's ever a point where you go, you know, and I'd love to know if there's people out there where you go, I've got balance. Yeah. Because I feel like I, I get to points with the business and I get to points with my little one Piper and I'm like, Oh, I think I think I think we're good. I think we've got it. And then they change. Yeah, and either something changes with the business unexpectedly, mm-hmm. or she changes in her development, and suddenly it's like, oh, forget what we were doing last week when we had it all good. This week, this week it's crazy. So I'm seven months in. Yeah, and the amount of times I've just stopped telling people my hours now. Good. Because I'm by appointment only. So yeah. like people generally they'll ask like, what days do you work? And I'm like, well, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, this day, this day, this, this day. But like by the time you're booking for three, four months ahead, it might change by then. And so totally. I say like, we'll book you for this and that should be a pretty safe time, but I can't guarantee it. Yeah. Um, Because as I say, as you said, like, Children change, babies mm-hmm. change like weekly. So, yeah. you know, seven months in, the amount of times I've changed my goals, what I'm doing, how I'm going to grow this business, how I'm going to work. And then like there'll be some weeks where I think, oh, my gosh, I just want to stay home with my baby. Yeah. And then there's other weeks where I'm like, oh, my God, you need to go to daycare. <laughs> I just need to work. Like it exactly. changes. And so, you're constantly pulled between. It's like a tug of war. I want to be at home with this baby, but I want to be at work. And it's, yeah, it's just this constant juggle. Yeah. And I think that's normal. And um, we were both, you know, pregnant and then coming back being, you know, one one woman, one room shows. Yeah. When very soon after I had my little one, I decided, because, you know, life's not enough, let's then (laughs) take on this massive commercial lease and fit out a five treatment room clinic and get staff just to throw everything in. It's so funny that you say that because that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Which you know. um, Yeah. I haven't announced that. So you you heard it here first. (laughs) Um, So So I don't think I'm going to announce it on social media. So unless you listen or watch this podcast, you probably won't know until I'm like, hey, surprise, we've moved. And they've they've got to go quite quite into this podcast to to actually hear it yeah Yeah. so because I'm in the process of doing the same thing as you not to the same scale but fitting out a new clinic I was thinking about this the other day like you know why am I doing this like and I actually think it comes down to like I don't want to say crisis but like identity crisis and I feel like when you become a mum and we've sort of talked about this with the balance but when you become a mum it's like okay who am I now and then throw in a business in that and it's who am I as a mum who am I as a business owner and I have found like going to work like a lot of the time I'll go from 6 to 8 30 p.m yeah so I spend all day with my son get him sort of prepped my partner comes home and then I leave 
and that's actually me time yeah and I really enjoy 100%. it and so like talking to my clients and doing something that I'm good at and that I enjoy yeah. and then yeah so I feel like fitting out this clinic and I don't know whether you felt that it's this like investment maybe yeah. into like you and to something that you know your goals and totally. like you're not just a mum. exactly yeah and I think it I don't know for me like you kind of touched on it there it's almost like self-care for me because yeah. being here and being with my patients and having adult conversations and mm. doing something that I'm good at and I've loved for so long it's something it, for you it's part of that identity that yeah I felt like changed so much when I became a mom and that whole like crisis of who am I now yeah and so it was like even though this is it was absolutely crazy taking this on I think in terms of the future it's mm. it's going to be so much more beneficial for me and also for her. That's how because I, I see it. Because I can give her the life that I want to give her in the yeah. future. And also, you know, right now, do I get to spend as much time with her as I want? No. Do I get to spend as much time as I want in the business? No. But you probably but will never find the 50-50. Exactly. But you've got to find how it works for you. Totally. And, like, even having your own business, like – for me at the moment in this studio clinic, like I don't have the luxury, not with how he is right now, to bring him in. Yeah. And not that I necessarily want him there all the time, but with, you know, the new clinic, there will be room that if I yeah. have to bring him in, he can be away from oh, the we treatment have a area. In the office. That's what I you know what I mean? Like, but you've got that ability, whereas you totally. had a very similar space in your exactly. previous to me. And, and only when she was a newborn and she was asleep, I could bring her in. And but as soon as she was quiet. awake, I, yeah. I couldn't. But yeah, like I can I have had her at times like sleeping yeah. in the office. But and that's things because like that. you've got that uh, like that space yeah. now where you can do it. And so I think for totally. me, that's where I see definitely that flexibility coming into it and that ability to say bring him in and spend more time with him or, yeah. you know, employ staff well, and have thing, that help. Yeah. And even though like I'm in the very early days of, of building up staff, I can see the future and I that future for me is actually once this business is built up a lot more with my staff, that's actually me taking more time off and being with my daughter Absolutely. and working on the business yeah. a lot more than a thousand percent in the business as yeah. it is now. So I see this really lovely time in the future where I maybe do get to drop her off at school and pick her up and, you know, go to the school assemblies and, and things like yeah. that, that I'm like, I, I wouldn't be able to do that if I had a regular nine to five job. No. And I think it's interesting that you say that because I've thought the same thing. So like where we live, like I could say, walk Teddy to school, walk so to the, my, like walk to my business. Yeah go pick him up and then walk home. Yeah. And I see that in our future. I mean, I don't know how any future child would play into that at the <laughs> yeah. moment. We're not even Hell going no, there. not sign me <laughs> yeah. up for that. You've uh, heard it here. Yeah. In um, writing. <laughs> I'm very similar at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I see this ability yeah. to go, okay, drop him to school, go to work, yeah. go pick him up, pick go him home. Up. Beautiful. And have this nice – that's how I see yeah. the balance. Like not necessarily spending all my time with him Yeah. but the – the times that are important and exactly. making sure I'm present and, and more like have the quality. ability to be. Exactly. Yeah. A lot more quality time. Which yeah. we have the luxury of having a business to be able to work towards that. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. So let's jump into some of the questions that yeah. I've put on Instagram well, twice now yeah. <laughs> with having to postpone mum life. Yeah. Um, and we've picked a few really good ones. So first one is how do you deal with the mum guilt, if any, you go first. Mum guilt. It's a real thing. 
Um, I feel it daily. So I actually, I felt guilty originally going back to work. Like I felt guilty leaving my baby, like with my partner. So it's not as if I left him completely like, you know, with a stranger. (laughs) But just like going back, I felt a bit like, oh, you know, why am I doing this? Like he's so little and yeah. like he hasn't he even probably woken up yet. literally just in my stomach. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and then like I dropped him off um, last week to daycare for the first time oh. and I felt so guilty. Like I thought I was fine. I was like, this yeah. is good for us. Like this will be great. Like, you know, business Tian, boss, she's coming back. And then I went to drop him off and I like handed him over and I got in the car and I thought, oh, I feel so mean. I feel so guilty. Why am I leaving him here? Like, so that I could go to work. Um, yeah. I didn't actually go to work that day, obviously. Yeah. But, like, did you, that's have, the... did you have a day to yourself? Well, I had a few hours to myself because oh. I had to pick him up. At, like, Just, like, I'd, the orientation. It was, like, a few but, hours. Like, um, I got like... home and didn't know what to do with myself. I was, like, what do I do? And I just basically kept checking the app for updates <laughs> to see, like, is he okay? You think, I'm going like, to achieve all these things and then you're actually, like, oh, I really miss them. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know what to do. It like, feels odd, right? Yeah, because it's, like, it's, and and like it's that guilt of it does feel really mm. selfish. And so what was the question? Like, how do you deal with yeah, mum guilt? guilt. <laughs> um. I just embrace it, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's, there's a way to, like, deal with it. Like, your child is your – It's always going to be there. Your child is your child, yeah. right? Like, they're always going to be the number one priority, at least to me. Totally. Um, So I think I just live sometimes in this, like, feeling of, like, yeah, I feel guilty. But then yeah. I try and remind myself – I think I sort of said this to you through our emails. Like, I try and remind myself why I'm doing it. Totally. Like, I'm not just doing it for me. Like, yeah. it's going to be better for him and his development yeah. to not just live in this bubble. Like, yeah. the I'm world is not just me and him. Yeah. And I know he's only seven months, but – you know, I would rather him at least start to get exposure to the outside world, do something for his development. Like I can't do all those things with him at home. Totally. And trying to do the admin side of work at home with him clinging on to me and pulling my hair and, you know, wanting to play, it's just not realistic and it's not fun for him either. No. So whenever I feel guilty about it, I'm like, he's probably having a better time at daycare doing activities with them than he is with me. And who he gets to grow up seeing you as, as this boss yeah. boss mum totally hopefully <laughs> yeah and yeah on the mum guilt I think a couple of things I think it's it's always going to be there yeah um like you said you know you weren't just leaving him at home with a stranger um, you know same with me and I think actually one of the best things that we did in terms of Piper's relationship with my husband Zach was actually the fact that I I went to work when she was yeah. only four weeks old And instead of I've got a very controlling personality and instead of me being this helicopter and telling him how to do everything and then him maybe kind of not not forming a bond with her or not really sort of doing things is he's just like, oh, hey, um, excuse me. He's like, oh, this little baby. Um, Okay, we're going to do this. Well, they've got to work it out for themselves. And and it was actually amazing. They have the most beautiful bond. And she is so happy. Like she never cries when I leave because she's like, oh, dad, fun dad, you know, crazy fun dad. 
And also, I love the fact I'd come home from work and he's like, I've worked out this really great way to do this and do this and do this. And I'm like, this is amazing. But, like, the role of the dad is so important, so important. and it is just as important as the mum. It's yes. just different. It's and if you try different. and, like, falsify that and, like, make – like that's one of the things I always say to my partner, like you need to find a way to bond with him yeah, and make that as organic as possible. Yeah. Like there's no reason or need for me to control how you do exactly. things. And so at least him having the time with him, yeah. he's been able to find that, you know, and, and I've supported him where he needs thing. it. Like I could not have had a baby with someone who wasn't going to work as a team with me. Yeah. And you would have had these comments too, like, oh, so who's looking after your child? And you're like, oh, the like dad and they're dad? like oh you're so lucky and I'm like but I wouldn't really do this with anyone who wouldn't want yeah. to do that but I think it's quite a common um thing and I know a lot of like mums like in my mum's group say yeah. I've said the same thing like you know the dad does something extra and it becomes like oh they're a good dad and I'm like well no they're just being a dad <laughs> they're, they're just... doing the role that they're supposed to be doing to look after their Both child right yeah. um but yeah, yeah. and look Yes, I'm lucky that my husband has the flexibility where if he's not out on a job, he's he's working from home and he yeah. could do, you know, all his work while she was asleep when she was a newborn and things like that. But yeah, like you said, like once they start growing a little bit, become little tornadoes, like we were like daycare, bring it on. Yeah. So she's in two days. And like you talked about like that mum guilt of daycare, like I felt super guilty the first few times yeah. we took her, but she... Um, settled in so so quickly and now we drop her off like as we're like coming down the street she's like waving excited and she's like going hello hello and she rocks up and her friends are like piper piper and she literally runs into the teacher's arms and we're just like okay see ya see you later and we come to pick her up and she laughs and she runs off yeah. like she won't and we're like she's so settled it's and good for them her development like she's like saying so many more words she yeah. went from crawling to walking it felt literally overnight yeah and she's like doing all these things she's singing like all these things that i think have just rapidly changed in terms of her de development yeah that maybe wouldn't have if she'd just been with us all the time or it would have been slower this is the thing like you've got to consider if you know the time that you're spending with with them is yeah, it quality are exactly. you able to do the same developmental things I'm probably no not learning yeah I have no idea like I just you know do what I can exactly but, you know I feel like the time away is better for both of you because yeah. for me I'm more productive with work totally. and then I by the time I see him I'm excited to see yes. him I'm refreshed and you can focus on him a hundred I've had my me time my work yeah. is done I feel like I go to work for two hours in the evening sometimes yeah and I come home and I look at him in the cot and I'm like oh I just want to like grab like, you, oh, I miss you like so I much. missed you yeah. I was gone for two hours but yeah. I've been with him all day so it, well, my partner's yeah. been at work so and it's, it's healthy, right? It's yeah. And maybe it is that is part of the balance is that it is healthy to have that time away because like yeah. you said, the time you have with him is actually better quality. Exactly. Like yeah. recognizing that it's not just for you, yeah. it's for both of you. Yeah. So in summary of that question, the mum guilt is always there. And I think yeah. it's just finding a way to realize that it's not selfish. Yes. To, to have time for yourself and to, or to work, work and to do the yeah. things that you want Your identity to do. is important as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Question two is how old was your baby when you returned to work? Oh, we touched we both, on this. Yeah, <laughs> we, we jumped the gun on the question. Yeah, three so weeks So three weeks old. and four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so Teddy's now seven months. Today, actually. Today. Yeah. Aww. Happy seven Happy months, seven Teddy. Months, Teddy. <laughs> He's so cute, by the way. I got oh, to meet him you. the other day. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and Piper is, this month she'll be 15 months. Gosh, it goes so quick. And she's like, she doesn't look like a baby anymore. She looks they like a little don't. girl. They don't. They see, like, I feel like yeah. after that 12 months, they're like, growth yeah. is Because just... I got such a shock when I was giving Teddy a cuddle. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, he's so tight. And you, and you handed him. And I'm. He nearly flew out of my arms because he's so light. <laughs> like I'm used to this like heavy toddler who's like these octopus. Yeah, I'm a bit like that with like my niece and nephew yeah. who are like a little bit younger than Teddy. Yeah, like I like, expect, whoa. like I feel like he's like a giant. No. But he's only no. a few months older than them. Like the development is just, just crazy oh, in that first like 18 months. Bounce. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, question three is how did you find balancing mum life and return? We've, <laughs> we've jumped, jumped so in, many of these questions. We've everything. I'm pretty sure we've answered that one. Yeah. But I guess my my question to them put out to people is, or statement, if you have any tips on balancing it, Let please reach out. Yeah. I want to know your secret. some secret formula. Yeah. I haven't found it yet. <laughs> no, I haven't found it either. Um, every day is a bit of a wild ride. Yeah. Um, is it possible to be the primary carer and work in the cosmetic industry? For example, your partner works more. My partner but, works more than me. Yeah, which I thought that was a really good question for you. Yeah. So my partner being in the police, he works shift work. Yeah. And so, for example, what was the question? Can you be the primary carer? Well, and work yeah I mean like I'm the primary carer for my son and I work in the cosmetic industry and I have a business and I'm fitting out a new clinic I don't want to say I'm Wonder Woman but I'm pretty sure you are (laughs) I mean it feels a little bit um, nuts at the moment um yes it's possible I think and I actually don't feel super stressed about it and I just think I've just I'm just taking it day by day um and probably like you touched on is like our hours can be flexible. Yeah, That's I think you've got to be willing to work maybe hours that you might not originally go into this industry thinking yeah. that you would work. So a typical day for me on the days that I work would look like my partner gets up and leaves at 4 a.m. Oh, wow. Yep. And then me and Teddy will get up around like 6.30 to 7 mm-hmm. and I'll go out with him during the morning. We'll do some like things with some of the mum friends that we've got. Um, and he's like friends or maybe go see my parents or something if they're around. Um, I try and do some admin, like I put him down for a nap in the middle of the day and that's when I really try and get my admin yeah. done at the moment, this Good. new clinic fit out. It's when mm-hmm. I'm making phone calls cause he's quiet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> otherwise there's like, I'm like rocking him and trying to make phone calls and they're like, Oh, it sounds like you're running a childcare. Um, I am. yeah, just one, just but, yeah. one but yeah. Um, and then I prep everything like the good housewife that I am and get dinner ready <laughs> yes, and all that. Are. Um, and get him sorted for bed and then my partner comes home at 5.15 and I have dinner ready, Teddy's ready for bed. All he has to do is like get him to bed and give him yeah. a bottle and everything and then I go to work at 5.30. Oh, my God, I've actually got goosebumps. <laughs> I go to work at 5.30 and I work from 6 to 8.30. Mm. Um, sometime, most of the time Teddy should be asleep in bed but yeah. sometimes he's not. We're going through yeah. something at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes so like last night I come home Mm. um I came home at I think nine last night and he was still awake Mm. yep um but normally he's asleep but like at the moment he's just not um and so then I 
take over because my partner's yeah. just had a few really hard hours after having a 13-hour day. Totally. Um, and then you've had your entire day being a mum mm-hmm. and then your work day starts. Like yep. it's, it's full on. Yeah. So I just have to have us both sorted and be yeah. really organised um, and then we get up a few times overnight and feed and, you know, do all those sorts of things. And me and my partner try and do a 50-50 on that yeah. one. Um, doesn't always Definitely. work like that because, yeah. you know, he does get up super early. And then we start again at 4 a.m. the yeah. next day. It's full. Do you sometimes think like what did you do when you didn't have a baby and you thought you were busy? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like I look back and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there was so much time for activities. I know. Like, so I was like, what did I do with all this free – like I obviously had all this free time. Even just getting ready to get here this morning, oh. I was getting my hair pulled out. Yeah. My mum picked him up at 7.20 and I left at like 7.35 or something. And in that 15 minutes – that's how this happened. Yeah. I rushed. Totally. I just got it done. And like I used to like spend so much more time in the mornings oh, on myself. My oh. coffee was cold by the end of like, yeah. you know, by the time my mum came and got in, but I sculled the rest of it down because totally. I needed it. Yeah. And then we sat in traffic and came here and then I'll go home and pick him up and we'll start again. Start again. Yeah. And I guess I can answer that question kind of on the flip side where yeah. my husband is the primary carer. Yeah. But we're both running businesses. Yeah. We've only got her in daycare for two days. We've got no family help here in Sydney. Yeah. So it has been such a juggle and similar, like a typical day for us will be like, we both sort of do, you know, the morning and get ready, which sometimes can be crazy. Yeah. And if it's not a daycare day, I'll I'll do the same, like before I come to work and I'll usually come to work around like 10, I'll try and get like absolutely everything in terms of the house ready for them for the day. And then he'll look after her while she naps during the day. That's when he'll work. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'll come home around, you know, 6.37 and then, you know, he's, you know, usually tries to get bedtime done, but we're going through a bit of a sleep regression at the moment. So she'll often still be a a tornado until like nine or 10 o'clock at night. And so I've spent, you know, the whole day with patients and with my staff. And then I come home and it's like, where you just want to put your feet up. It's like, no, mum hat back on, right. We've got dinner, we've got bath, we've got this, that, you know, play with her, spend some time with her. There's no reprieve, but that's mum life. And then by the time you actually put your feet up and you're like, actually say hello to your partner, you're like, oh, hi, Hi. you know, and it's like 11 o'clock. I think sometimes we just do this, hi, good night and roll over. (laughs) And we're like, I'll see you. Tomorrow. We'll try again tomorrow. Like, like, like housemates, and yeah. it's kind of like looking after the same. Maybe child. tomorrow we'll have a conversation. Yeah. And then a daycare day is like today. We we both sort of get up. We sort of like chuck her out to daycare. Off. She's right. She runs off. And then yeah. oh my gosh, the stuff we get done in a daycare day though. Oh yeah. We think what used to take us like a whole week in a daycare day, we get so many things done. I'm looking forward to but that. But then also when we pick her up, I think even though we've had a busy day, we both feel really recharged and we pick her up and then we're suddenly we're both just like, yep, phones down, laptops down. And we just, even though she's exhausted, we just give her that time with, you know, dinner and bed and yeah. bath and all of that. And just that really quality, like family time that we I try and have. I think the difference with being a mum and mum life is children, like there's no off button. No. And there's no mute button. No. As much as sometimes like I try and turn him down oh, and then realise it's find not the it. TV. You know, unless it's still, you know, in the womb or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the instruction manual and the mute button. I don't know. Does anyone found those? Um. I think like when you go a whole day with someone grabbing at you, yeah. like babbling at you, even if it's like happy babbling, yeah. it's it's very overstimulating it and is. it's constant. Whereas at least when you come to work, you know, your patients 
like yes you're talking but it's very calm but it's, it's a quiet nice conversation it's yeah it's controlled whereas yeah. kids just aren't controlled no. as much as we might like to no, think that they are um so I think that's the difference with, you know, you say you've been really, really busy on this daycare day and you've been doing all these things, yeah. but you haven't had this background, Constant, you know, yeah. human yeah. going at you the whole oh, day. I'm, I'm a hundred percent. I'm more exhausted on a day because I have every Tuesday is like yeah. mummy daughter day that's dedicated, nice. but I'm more exhausted on a Tuesday than I am on any other day of the week when I'm here with patients. That's your balance though. Yeah. Having Tuesdays with her. It's like, our dedicated. And that's, yeah. yeah. And, that, and I that's try balance. not to do like I only open my laptop when she's asleep. Yeah. Otherwise I try not to have like my phone, laptop, anything. It's yeah. just all about her. That's nice. Um, And yeah. So there you go. There probably is a little bit of balance there. Well, like we haven't found that yet. Like, yeah. I, but I mean, cause Teddy's so young, it's yeah. not like I can have a whole day. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can, but he's a bit young to like do those sort of things with. Yeah. Like, um, get out and about. Oh, but we get out of the future, but yeah, maybe yeah, I like that one. Day. I like that one. Yeah, I think good. I'll do that one. <laughs> I think I think I'll do that one. Yeah. So I think, look, either way, in summary, I think either way it can work, and I think the good thing about the, you know, this industry is you can be a mum, you can run a business and you can pick and choose the hours that you want to work. Yes, it might not work for all of your patients. It's hard, but you can do it. You can absolutely do it. You can limit. Like when I was still a a one woman show in Edgecliff and I first came back, I was just doing a couple of hours a day because I was breastfeeding until six months. So I was actually in between those breastfeeding or pumping windows. I'd be seeing patients and then I'd run home, either feed or pump and run back. So Yes, you absolutely can. And I think something that's really important for people that aren't in the industry and are considering it and trying to find that balance between mum life and, you know, business life, say, um, I think the important thing is to not look at people, say, like us and think that we don't have our struggles or that we're not struggling just because we're fitting out these clinics or, you know, we have that already. Yeah. Oh, I I cry at least twice a week. (laughs) I think it's so, I mean, like, I'm terrified. Oh, yeah. Like daily. Oh, yeah. My insomnia is just wild yeah. at the moment. And I think it's so easy to look at people and just think, yeah. oh, like how do they do it? Oh, like that, got it they make it look so and, easy. Yeah. And, and I, I, say, I get DMs like that. Oh, you make it look so easy. Yeah. And, it's you know, not. It's um, not. But I think it's if you hard. want something, you just make it happen. And I think exactly. you've just got to – you just got to do it. And I think, and like we've touched on a few times, the alternative to us not doing this is not having the businesses that we've worked so hard for. Yeah. And well, for me right now, I'd be going bankrupt. But yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> <He's> chuckling. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and and I love what I do, and and I want That's to keep the driving doing this, force, and I, I want think. to keep growing this. And again, we have mentioned this today is like. I, I want Piper to, to grow up and, and have the life that I want her to have and I want her to see me being a successful businesswoman and that you can do this. And doing something that you really love and yeah. knowing that they can do that too. And exactly. That I also think it's about like knowing that like I want my son to watch me grow and yeah. not just look at me and go, oh, you know, you just settled. Yes. Like, or I'm, like you gave up something. No, and I don't think, you know, you know how people say, oh, like I sacrificed things for you. Yeah, like, or like I, don't I gave wanna... up my career. No, I don't. And then you don't want to have resentment. That's what I mean. Like I don't want him to, I don't want to resent him for that and yeah. I would never, but like any decision I make needs to be on yeah, me. And, totally. you know, I want him to look at what I've done and go, okay, well, mum did what she wanted to do. I can do that too. And there shouldn't, but there might be obstacles, but there's not yeah. barriers. A hundred percent. Yeah. You've nailed it. Well done. Love it. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to episode four of this video podcast series. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. A huge thank you to Tian from Cry Skin Co. Me. for joining us today. That's been an awesome chat, really insightful. I feel like I've gained some good knowledge I about you I and have tips. Too. And I think we can certainly help each other in the future. I'm going to walk away and know in the future, me and Teddy are having a mummy and fun day. <laughs> You're like, Tuesdays, book it in. Tuesdays are our day. Tuesdays are a yeah. great day. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And thank thanks. you for having me. Absolute pleasure. It's lovely to be here. We could talk all day. We could. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everyone. Bye.